Flex and Frooms. Flex and Frooms. This is the Flex and Frooms Catch-Up Podcast. It is Flex and Frooms on Cater. We have come across a phenomena called the fuzzy wrecking ball friend. Correct. Kind of sounds like it is. It is what it sounds like. The friend who is really sweet and they mean well and they're very unassuming, yet somehow they annihilate everything that comes in their path like a truck. Listen to this. I think the hardest friendship dynamic to reconcile is the friend who is a fuzzy wrecking ball. And by that, I mean, this friend may not be wantonly malicious. It's not like one of those, the call is coming from inside the house type of situation. They may even be so sweet and so fun and such a good time to hang out with. But because they may not be the most emotionally mature, or dare I say, even the smartest, a lot of their actions definitely inconvenience you and go beyond inconvenience you and kind of like mess your life up in a lot of ways. Whether it's hitting on the person that you have a crush on, saying something to a group of people that they shouldn't have said that was super personal to you, whatever it may be. It could be in small ways and it could be in big ways. The thing you need to know about the fuzzy wrecking ball friend is that even though they're fuzzy, even though they're so sweet, they are still a wrecking ball. What she was trying to say to me specifically was that my intuition has never really been off. So why do I continue to give certain people so many, many chances? And I think there's definitely a difference between a gut feeling and something that's like a panic response from something that happened in the past. You know, what's so crazy. When I told Frumi about the concept of a fuzzy wrecking ball friend, she points to our producer, Brooke, <laughs> and she says, and I quote, I see that for you, which is just the craziest thing to say to someone. But then she did double down and say, no, because we're so similar. And let me actually we're so similar. clarify. Please, please. I hadn't heard I think the it's definition. A, I think it's a self-made term by. Again, I can tell these bloody And I quote. Terms. To millionaire number four ever. That's the person that started it? Yeah. Started this mess. Just the term fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy wrecking ball. I saw Brookie, our producer, and her and I are similar. So you're doubling down. I doubled down and then I said I'm the same, so I'm allowed to say it. Um, I'm, I'm, I've, I've had enough of TikTok. <laughs> I've got nothing more to add to this. You just can't be in peace anymore. Babe. Just know that every single quirk or slightly <laughs> annoying characteristic that you thought was just like hidden, slightly concealed from everyone. No, no. It's been clocked and it's been named. <laughs> Seriously, we should just start doing a series of them. This is my theory on the dolphin smooth back friend. <laughs> This is my theory. It's the bitch who's never had back knee. And, you know, (laughs) and for that reason, she doesn't understand (laughs) what it's like to have skin insecurities. (laughs) She does not have the same lived experience. Period. And we need to respect her. Anyway, I see see where they're going. Personally, I'm probably at the end of my tether in terms of um, investigating friendship dynamics. You sound so wound up right now. I'm at the end of my tether. I love that this has a name for it because, you know, we've had one, one too many, would say, conversations generally, but about friendships. And it's the same archetype that gets called out, the same like, oh, they never like reply or they never plan anything. And it's like, yeah, we get it, right? But when you push that to the side, there are these other like slightly more unique archetypes that do just as much damage, but unfortunately for us did not have a name. 
you know when people are like, you know, I don't like the person, she's just too nice. You're like, what is that? What are you talking about? What is clutching, that? Clutching, clutching. It's clutching, but also it's like, oh no, what you're perceiving is to be nice. It's like, you feel like this person's like generally manipulative. So anything they do is not going to come across well. So now you found a way to frame nice as like a negative characteristic. Back to the fuzzy wrecking ball though. What do you actually do with that? Because I think that I've kind of like, I don't have any fuzzy wrecking ball friends. I think I just have like ditzy wrecking ball friends. She did mention ditzy being one of those characteristics, but I've just had in the past one too many friends that are just so acutely aware of the damage that they do and how disruptive they are, not only to themselves, but to other people. And I think, you know, when you are the Dr. Phil Oprah friend, it's, it's really validating to be able to help someone with their problems. You're like, oh, this is really sick. They need me. And then you're like, no, like the common denominator is you. And while you're doing that, wrecking everybody's lives, you're just going about your day. Like you're just like starting storms and leaving, starting storms and leaving. And, you know, I read what my issue was with that, or where my fault was, is that I wasn't very good at defining what types of friends I had. So I was kind of like accumulating all these people that I just was around a lot by virtue of us, like both being DJs or both living in Sydney or both going to the same parties and spending a lot of time and then having like that claim by proximity. And you're like, damn, like now I'm claimed by default and I don't even like you that much and you're a problem. Yep. You got a reputation that precedes you. People, people do this when your name comes up. And I don't mind that generally when it's like well-received, like you've earned your reputation of being like annoying or like catty or whatever, but then a reputation by proxy? No. I don't want to be near that. So you are the fuzzy wrecking ball friend. I couldn't be if I tried. I'm very sensitive and clever and I'm not ditzy. Insane. What are you? Are you the wrecking ball friend? You ever been? No, I'm a Dr. Phil friend. Do you know what friend I used to be though? I had to really grow out of that really quickly. Remember I told you I was like a bit of a reserved friend. Like I was there, you asked me a question, I'll answer it. But I had like my own little special interest. I like was in the group floating around, but never in the drama or whatever. And then I got to like 16, 17, 18. I was like, these people need me. I got to say some shit, right? So you do, you stand up for your friends, you stick up for the person in class, you assert yourself and it goes well. Then everyone's like, great, well, default to you. You got it. I don't need to do anything because Lil has my back. She got me. And then what happened is that I had to become an authority on like everybody's personal (coughs) issues. And then I became the radically honest friend. Oh, we hate that. You don't, you don't always want to be that, you know? No. Sometimes I don't want to tell you the truth because you living on delusion is way more fun. You know, like I had, I, I could picture it vividly. It's like a friend would come to me for advice and I would tell the truth in like the most brutal way. Cause I'm like, this is my purpose. It's my role. And now I'm like, come, you Let cheated on your you- boyfriend. You want to cuddle? He was weird anyway. You did the right thing, girl. You did right by yourself. You chose yourself. (laughs) Well, shout out. I'm definitely the Ellen friend coming for a dance break. (laughs) Yeah. Make some inane chat. You are the Ellen friend. It's a good, it's a very good skill to have. I'm a lot less Ellen now that I have the brown hair. Well, that was a jump scare because I was expecting (laughs) blonde to come out. And the way you just like folded it backwards. My eyes, my eyebrows raised. I was like, oh. (laughs) You know what I will say though? 
being the Ellen friend is a good skill because the one great thing about Froomey, especially in like a social context, she can maintain the vibe. Like she's down and that's a very special characteristics because she's never doing too much. At least I never see you doing too much, right? Because I'm the opposite. Like I can start a vibe, but I will never sustain it. I'm like, you've got 13 minutes. I'm going to be cooked in the corner having, a, <laughs> a, what do you call it? A D&M, a D&M. Or oh, you're just vibing. When you're at I'm Lane May, you're just in your own space. Yeah. I'm like, this is great. It was quite beautiful to be in your presence. But we have different skills. And like, that's an amazing skill of yours that I don't know. There's a full bra on the ground. Remember that time, <laughs> fast forward, when Froomey's like, I'm a particular person. Everything goes where it should. I'm never messy. <laughs> I, didn't, I would have left that there. You've been listening to the Flex and Froome's daily podcast. For more, tune in to Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.